Welcome back to SnackCast, folks. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. We are plowing along through The Great Cholesterol Myth. Um, I found it to be a really cool book so far, and we are getting into Chapter 4, The Real Deal on Cholesterol. What I liked about this chapter, I think, was that I think I alluded to it in the early part was the you got to kind of dumb it down for 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 me. <laughs> right. Like and they did that. They yeah. they got effective with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, effectively calling co- cholesterol the number of boats in the water. Yeah. Uh, it, so I, I guess if you were to hit on the main things, right, they, they speak again to some of the flaws with the standard total cholesterol test. And then they break down why that's flawed. They mainly focused on um, kind of why it's flawed and what really causes problems. I, right? I yeah, I I finally kind of figured that out. The the light bulb went on. Right. You know, I was like, right. so give right. give the boat analogy. So basically, what he was saying, and maybe I'm saying this wrong, is is cholesterol is obviously good. They've mentioned that before, but then this chapter is what is. Pretty much what is cholesterol. Right. But it said it's not um, what the boats are carrying, per se, but the number of boats that's in the water. Okay. So, if I can back up, mm-hmm. right, um, <clears throat> a total cholesterol test measures how much cholesterol is in the bloodstream. Right. And their argument is, to your point, that the cholesterol has a job and it needs to get delivered to various parts of the body. Your body makes 80% of your own cholesterol to begin with. I was going to mention right? that. Yeah. So, their point is that the way that cholesterol travels throughout the body, it's not about how much cholesterol is there. It's the vehicles that deliver the cholesterol. So cholesterol, um, they, the, the analogy that they gave is if you poured oil into a lake and expected it to get anywhere with any kind of – that it needs to be encapsulated in a vehicle. And the vehicle – And then it could get across the lake. Right. Right. The vehicle is lipoproteins. Right. Right. And they said there's like 13 different types of these that they have identified. Right. Right. So the lipoproteins are – your LDL, your HDL, and a lot more than I knew. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. they are the boat that you're speaking of that... The lipoproteins, yes. Right, right. That carry the particular types of cholesterol. Cholesterol. Yeah. So their analogy goes further to say that when there's a whole lot of boats on the river in the bloodstream, the chances for collision or accident are greater. Right. And that a better test than total cholesterol is, I forget the name of the test. I could actually look it up. MMR. Is that that the MMR? uh, NMR. NMR. Yeah. In that test, the lipoprotein count in the bloodstream. Right. So... Oh, I can't say that yet. It's in the next chapter. Oh. It reminded yeah, me of part of it. Yeah, I won't say it yet. Um, so, what I really found interesting was that atherosclerosis, I'll say that good this time, atherosclerosis, uh, is quite frankly the hardening of the vessel, right? The right. hardening of the arteries. That's right. what that is. And it's caused by contaminants in the air. It's caused by... Cigarette smoke, high right. blood pressure... Uh, LDL particles. Yeah. I'm sure alcohol probably. Alcohol, sugar, I'm sure. Right. So what I really found interesting was that how you get to these calcium deposits. So the, the, 
atherosclerosis happens because of smoking or drinking or any of the things we just mentioned, right? It can be you, environmental you get, outside of your control. Right. That stress. So the, yeah, the art, arteries get hardened, right? And here comes your LDL particles, and that's why they're picking on LDL, right? You know, going through and boom, they kind of suck into the side of the wall. And now the body is like, all right, we got a problem. Houston starts to send out all the... Yeah. The go-getters to fix this problem. Right. Macrophages and um, eventually calcium. And- yeah. And then the calcium goes, oh, this is, we got a problem here. I got to deposit calcium over here. And that's your plaque. Yep. Right. And then your plaque breaks off and then that's your stroke. It, there it was really something like- about a fat cap. There was, it's, it's a lot, right? Yeah. But bottom line, the immune system attacks that point. And it, and it starts with the macrophages, and they, they become what like seafoam filled entities because yeah. they they eat up the damage, and then then the fat cap comes in to cover them up, and then the calcium comes in to cover them up. Um, it, it was it was pretty interesting, right? So what I did really learn, right, is the one ratio that you want to pay attention to, and everybody's looking for what is the the marker, right? And the marker is high triglycerides to HDL. That's the ratio that you want. Um, the higher that ratio to LDL to HDL goes, you have a 16 times greater risk of heart disease. That is 1,600%. Yeah. Right. So to, to use regular numbers, right, that might – a typical triglyceride number is somewhere around the 150s. A typical HDL number is somewhere around 50. Right. So at 150 and 50, that would be a 3.0 ratio right 150 divided by 50 right they recommend 2.0 or lower is ideal right um the three point something is not terrible 3.5 was not terrible but it wasn't good right right and obviously you get higher than that it was interesting because i went back and i looked at mine blood work from four months ago when we did our blood work and i was at 2.97 i'm like man i can let's fix that i can fix that well i can i can see where i'm at so you know this because you were part of it but um Jarvis, our finance guy, walks in and he goes, hey, what, what are you looking at? And I said, oh, it's really interesting. I, I showed him specifically that part. And he went, man, I'm, I'm going to go look up my labs. And he comes back in with his phone. Dude, 79 triglycerides. No, he 75 was- triglycerides and 79 HDL. He's below one. He is a. He's going to live forever. Superman. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Superman. <laughs> and the interesting part, though, is if you did the total cholesterol analysis, I think he can't. I hope Jarvis, Jarvis, if you uh, are upset with me, then go talk to Kevin. <laughs> um, I think his total came in at like two fourteen, right? And then which. The benchmark for a lot of doctors is 200. Yeah. They would look at, they would take one look at him and they would go statins for you, right? Yeah. And your statins are designed to reduce the total cholesterol in your body, right? So they, they statins for you. Here we go. Yeah. And he's a guy who is arguably in better health. No, yeah, he's in better health <laughs> than I am. Right. right. I Works mean, out all the time. He, his, his, his diet, I think, is. Is okay. It's not like he's a hardcore carnivore or keto. He just kind of eats normal food, you know. And um, so, yeah. Um, one of the things I did want to – I don't want to jump topics. Or, 
Are you about to go into the side topic at the end of the chapter about? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was so going this, into transition. The gray boxes here. This Those is are really fascinating. weird, fascinating nuggets. It, it's stuff we've heard before, but they kind of lay out the science behind it. That bottom line, I mean, it, is it too quick to just say summarize it? it? No, I'd say it. Dietary cholesterol does not affect your cholesterol. If, right. And even the example, that if you are not eating egg yolks, and my sister, if you watch this, she was just talking about her husband and right. stents and this and this and this. And they had a very healthy breakfast the other day, and they just ate the egg whites. Nonsense. Wrong. There, there is no <laughs> correlation between the food you eat from a fat cholesterol perspective to serum blood cholesterol. So if a doctor's giving you nutritional guidance to you can't eat fats or saturated fats. So let's give the numbers they give in the book is 99.6% of people <clears throat> dietary cholesterol does not matter. The reason the 0.4%, the exception is for the 0.4% of the population with a genetic condition known as familial hypercholesterolemia, if I said that right. So if you're in the 0.4% Family category, high cholesterol, is that what that was? Yeah, but, well, but no one's got it. I, I say no one loosely. Among 0.04, right. 330 million Americans, I guess 0.04% would equal a significant amount of people yeah. but if you look at just number of people but statistically none of us have it so so okay so we talk about diet and again i i go back to your vegetable oils and your soybean oils and your canolas these are crap i, I would avoid these like you know the plague your sugars your smoking too much alcohol these are things that i would correct if you had absolutely atherosclerosis or um Poor, I'm not even going to say high cholesterol because I'm just going to say poor cholesterol. Fix the inputs first. Right. And then obviously the obvious recommendation then to to further help the cardiovascular would be exercise. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We don't we don't say yeah. enough about exercise lately. Right. Very good. Right. So, no, that was a good one. Uh, the real deal on cholesterol, that it's actually not bad. Your body makes 80%. Um, dietary they, doesn't matter. They, they went on to, to talk about how old these tests are. Uh, and yeah. we talked about the NMR. But they, they, they basically said the technology that we have today is phenomenal what they was example the so, tongue, tongue so they gave, right they gave an example that when you were a kid your doctor did the tongue depressor he came to your house <laughs> shot the light in your eye checked your ear and then he sent you off well for whatever reason when we're in our 40s and we have those symptoms we go to the doctor and if they were to do the same thing we would call red flag we'd be they you know why hey why didn't you test me on this machine or scan me on this or something um and they equate the old school cholesterol testing of good versus bad as the tongue depressor. And, and he went on to say, uh, he went on to actually say, I don't know the name of the test, but he said there is a test to test for plaque in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, uh, it was it was in there. So, you know, it, it, you're if you're, LPPLA two. Right. If 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 something is. If you feel like something is wrong and you do have, like, a tendency that you're going to get plaque, that's the test you do. You don't just go, oh, yeah, high cholesterol. That's that's a cop-out. Yeah. Do do further work. 
Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, L capital L lowercase p hyphen all caps P L A number two. <clears throat> You know, and, and people, you know, they know me about, you know, how I feel about long, elongated fast, uh, 72 hours or more. And after reading this chapter, I, I, I believe it just the same. I think that when you give your body a break, it can it can go to work on those vessels. It can go to work on that uh, LDL that yeah, needs to take out. What do we know about prolonged fasting? It stimulates new stem cell growth and it 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 kickstarts the internal repair process. Yeah. More yeah. than just arteries, all kinds uh, of stuff. All kinds of stuff. And yeah. I think that, that that break is really important, especially if people are having, you know, clots and uh, blockages and these types of things. You you've yep. got to go into an emergent repair mode. So probably the I guess the main takeaway is that LDL particles in the number don't matter. It's where they end up, when they get stuck. What boats they're on. Yeah, what boats they're on. And, uh, you, you know, obviously, once they get stuck, they start getting attacked by oxidative stress, inflammation, um, etc. And, of course, that breaks loose. Then you're in real, real trouble. That's a stroke. Yep. Yeah. So. Questions? No. Questions, comments, concerns, email us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you.